Okay. Episode six of the podcast. Welcome to my shot of life. Season coming two. back at you after a two week long break, and today we're talking. It's uh, the one week anniversary of this the New England Patriots winning the Super Bowl yet again. Boo. So today we're talking about the Super Bowl, or is it the Super Dud? It's the Super Dud. Man. It is now. It is. It seems like it is right. So today we're talking about Super Bowl. We're drinking. Asahi dr- Super Dry Lager. Right. Asahi Super Dry. Um, as you can see, if you're watching the video podcast, it, it looks like a Coors Light. Um, you said it was just a lager beer. It's brewed in California, looks like. Canada. Canada? Okay, well, uh, I just I mean, saw CA. Yeah. Torrance, Can- okay, California, and then also Toronto, Canada. Um, I guess the idea is that it looks like a... A lager that you would drink during a football game? Sort of. I mean, it was what I drank this year okay. for the Super Bowl. Thus, I had two left over. And there's, you know, you know, waste not, want not. I don't know if that applies. It smells like a beer. Like a fresh beer fart. Good lager, man. Okay, uh, today's, I gotta say it carefully... Idioms for idiots, so I get it right, because yes. I will get it wrong. Uh, slow and steady wins the race. I think, you know, we can easily dig into that and uh, d- and talk about how Tom Brady plays as the greatest quarterback of all time. Very, very slowly. Persistently. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, on Versus today, our Versus. favorite segment is talking about our favorite Super Bowl moments and even TV commercials. If you even remember anything, but do you remember any of this year's commercials? Nope. Yeah, exactly. Garbage. Okay, so jumping right into it. Actually, I want to take a sip of this beer. Shall we? Yeah. It actually smells like beer. How, like college. I'm not upset about it. Was it any more expensive since it was at the Asian market? Yeah. So here's the story behind it, right? Actually, I want to keep drinking. I went to a ramen bar, and I was really craving a Sapporo beer, one of my favorites. Sapuku? <sighs> no. Uh, couldn't find it at the grocery store on the way home, and ended up with Asahi. So had some Asahi at the Super Bowl. It was delicious. I was like, all right, I can get behind this. You know, solid Japanese lager beer. Yeah. And I'm reading, and it was brewed under the supervision of Asahi. So it's brewed by Molson in Canada, which if you've ever had a Molson before, also a good lager beer from Canada. So Is it was, better than um, than your beer, your uh, your light beer? What is it called? We've had it on Labatt the Blue Light. Labatt Blue Light. Is it better? Uh, is it by the same company? No. Okay. Different companies. But Molson I like as a full-bodied lager beer. Labatt... The I don't best light beer. Yeah, I don't necessarily like Labatt Blue, but I like Labatt Blue Light. Okay. So this I thought was interesting. It did. I was like, man, it tastes familiar. It's good and hearty. And then I realized it was basically just probably a Molson. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Japanese style, super dry lager beer brewed under the supervision of Asahi in Canada by Molson, imported into the United States uh, by Asahi Beer Company. Uh, Torrance, California. So that's where you get it. I mean, it tastes like a regular. I guess it would taste like a Budweiser, but with more flavor. If that makes sense, like it's pretty tasty, it's, man. 
a little bit. It was I, like eleven say, dollars for a six oh, pack. Wow. So that's I had. Well, they had to import like, it. That's like craft beer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's got. Would you say it has like a hint of like a sweeter, malty taste? Is that what that is? You Definitely think? sweeter. Yeah, I think there's a little less carbonation to it as well. Yeah, I can see the head kind of went away pretty fast. Um, but Glad yeah, you like it though. Good, good beer. Good Turning choice. Turning on to something new. Okay, so we'll start it off uh, with this year's Super Bowl, which I thought was absolutely maybe I just maybe it's just me, but I can't stand a defensive Super Bowl game. I w- well, I guess I can't stand a completely defensive. That's then that's pretty much the entirety of the game. Yeah. I understand that, and I can appreciate a good defense every once in a while, but I just didn't chalk the game up to being a defensive effort by either team. I thought there was a lot of sloppy play overall. I mean, Brady throws that pick on his first pass yeah, of the game. Yeah, true. I thought that was going to set the precedent of this game's going to yeah. go bad for you, the Patriots. You know, other than that, they played a pretty clean game, but overall ineffective and inefficient, and, you know, there were some missed field goals by both teams. Yeah. There was... Mm-hmm. Just overall sloppy execution, especially on the part of the Rams. I mean, just... Now, do you think... Would you contribute that to the defense, though? Or would you just say that they weren't ready? Or they were nervous? I think there were some nerves in there, for sure. And uh, maybe with the compounding you know, nerves of the Rams and the confidence of the Patriots, they had a lot more players with oh, yeah. Super Bowl experience. Right. And you know, you got and, a number of players you know, who've been there. Their defense had been suspect all year and to <laughs> say that they like stepped up when it mattered, I mean they played all right, but Yeah. Well you didn't see many picks, it was just a lot of punts. Yeah. Especially and the Rams oof, it, that's a lot I think of it was what nine or ten possessions straight it was just punt i wanted punt, it punt. to end like six to three with the rams winning and then the uh, mvp going to the punter that's never gonna that would have been like if you if you had some very efficient punts and he did pretty well man okay so let's go ahead and get into that like how would you how would you give the mvp to the punter he would have to have a couple of tackles right <laughs> maybe well, if, no. he had, if he had a fumble if he forced a fumble that resulted in, in a touchdown, maybe in the next drive, not even necessarily that play. But he also kicked the ball within the five-yard range three times. I mean, could you give it to, to him? say like if he were to have a tackle that doesn't reflect well on the punter because that means like he punted it and the returner made a decent return to get to where the punter was, like at. Yeah, but if he forced a fumble on the tackle, yeah. then maybe, right? Maybe, maybe. But I mean, what else can you do? You know that you can give it to the kicker i guess but neither of those kickers earned it man yeah well i guess it was sad because he had kicked that 57 yard field goal the uh the guy for the rams to get into the to the super bowl yeah and he misses completely misses the first one which i think it was still pretty far right it was like 52 something like it was a pretty it was a pretty healthy kick um missed wide if i'm not mistaken he blew that, that uh, but you can't blame not that him. it really mattered in the fourth quarter when he really missed yeah. that kick. and and you can you can correct me if i'm wrong because i'm not a, a huge football guy but did why did the rams not use todd Gurley in the first half the the, the uh they used him the ver- twice no one really knows i guess i mean I you have one of the, the better was. running backs said, in the league he said he was fine as far as health goes i mean it was just like a matchup situation 
Well, didn't he, he got he, hurt a little bit in the second half. He though, got he? a little dinged up, I would imagine. But he but didn't like, have a chance in the first half. But I looked the day after, and he still had like 40-some like pl- offensive plays that he was in the game for. Really? Yeah. Okay. And it didn't seem like it watching It did not, no. That's why I was confused. Um, and then he had a couple good runs, and then, yeah. you know, one... It was either like late first half or early second half. He had like a nine or ten yard run that was called back for holding one of three penalties they called the entire uh, Super Bowl. But I don't, I don't know yeah. how you go about not using him. Because when you're watching the game, comparing Jared Goff, right, is it Goff to Tom Brady, I think Tom Brady was like the the dump guy i was gonna say pump and dump i don't know what you That's would call it but he, it was just dink, like dink and dump dink and dump so you like it and, and just and, and drops it off two yards yeah and that's always been the patriots gameplay man but it was it was not to their advantage mm. like you you saw plenty of those where it was like they had what some good doing? runs too they did were thinking like Sonny michelle in the backfield and they just alternated everybody they had devlin michelle they had uh james white back there and then they had their fullback i don't know or devlin might be the fullback uh burkhead rex burkhead yeah back yeah. there so they had a four-man backfield mm-hmm. basically and they were alternating them having people go out on little two-yard routes and whatnot and but so they had a pretty decent run day as someone well. was telling me this uh one of the teams i thought it was the patriots was waiting for around the 18 second mark to to figure out what play they wanted because of um the headsets would cut out at the 15 second mark huh. for the i guess for the defense and i don't know if this is true like i have to look into this actually so i guess on you the patriots side so my understanding whenever the individual told me if this was that the defense headset will stay on until there's 15 seconds left of the clock so at the 15 second mark the defensive coordinator can no longer communicate with everybody and it shuts off until the play starts and so the Patriots were like waiting around the till the 18 second mark or whatever, then would figure out a play. And so by the time they were ready, the defense didn't have the ability to make an audible or make a yeah. change because they couldn't talk to the defensive court or they couldn't listen to the defensive coordinator. So I don't know. I have to look into that. This is just what someone told me Friday. Yeah. Um, I mean, it makes some sense, but the Pats are notorious. I feel like it would have to be fair to allow the full communication in the headset for both sides, offense and defense. I mean, the Patriots are notorious. When they have home games, like the away team, their headsets are always, you know, having problems and yeah. stuff. So it's definitely been uh, been their MO. But in the Super Bowl at a neutral site, I don't think that would be the case. So it would surprise me if that happened well, and they maybe that's just the conspiracy theory out there the nfl wanted them to win again that's what i heard increase ratings right that's right except not okay um so you would you say this was the worst super bowl in the past 15 years i don't think so i mean my recollection of like some super bowls like isn't great one because I just either no interest or like you have a negative view of a Super Bowl because your team was in it and lost. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't 
as far as gameplay goes, it's definitely up there. It just, I thought it dragged and, on. And I, result. There was nothing exciting about <laughs> upset it. Upset about the result, upset about yeah. the gameplay, upset about it was even, it was the halftime show. Anticlimactic, right? There was no mm. comeback, really. There was no fight in the Rams. The it game felt was like over when it started. It, it was like once, because they, they went up 3 0, right? The Patriots New did. England, yeah. Right. Um, but even when they tied it up 3 3, it was just like. Uh, who knows? It just didn't. It wasn't and, there. But yeah, you could tell like the offense wasn't flowing, and you're hoping something would happen. It's halftime. Next thing you know, uh, will we get a touchdown in the fourth quarter? Like we have to wait until the fourth quarter to get one touchdown in a game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would rather watch a team get blown out thirty-three to zero, and just like watching some team just hammer it on because it's kind of funny. I mean, you're this. Like, don't get me wrong those people who happen to be in the Super Bowl and maybe listen to this podcast, I, no offense, but if you're getting mashed 33 to nothing in a Super Bowl game, it's I think it's kind of funny. Like, you came out here, you made this far, and then you just got smoked. Sorry. And we've seen that. We Yeah, we were talking about a game earlier, the, the Seahawks and, uh-huh. the, and the Broncos. That was a rough game. It was like rough game seven Broncos, years ago or something sure. like yeah, that. Yeah, it was one of our first couple Broncos. times hanging out, I think. We went over to a friend's house. Obviously, the two of us went to NC State, and uh, we got together to watch Russell Wilson and the Seahawks play in the Super Bowl, and they just dominated. I couldn't tell you who the quarterback was for the Broncos. I think it was Manning at that point. Really? Wow, that's embarrassing. destroyed, yeah. And then he came back and beat the Panthers to (laughs) get his revenge. Yeah, well. um, I wouldn't even say he beat the Panthers. That's kind of like... And it's we, almost like the Panthers beat the Panthers in that game. We'll go they on about this a little later, really but uh, you know, we'll talk some MVP stuff and how the quarterback isn't always responsible for those kind of things. So, I mean, despite well, the fact that they won, and you know, he obviously didn't get the MVP. I think Von Miller got it for that Super Bowl. That yeah, I think so too. Yeah. That that's right. He got really won. big after but, that year. Yeah, it's like you may be the the head of the offense, but you're not. You don't matter. <laughs> Uh, well, anything about this Super Bowl that really stand, stands out to you? Hated it. <laughs> I didn't hate it. This was, I don't know. I didn't, it was okay because it was easy to like socialize during. Yeah, you know, there wasn't a ton of. Well, like my perfect environment is that people are watching the game and you can talk while the game play is going on and be like, oh, like th- look at that play. That was sick. like in this one, it was like. You could have a full-blown conversation without even watching the game because it didn't matter, right? Uh, but I, I kind of tend to like to hear the commercials. Like, mm. When there's a new commercial, it's like, all right, let's give it a chance, see what it is, and then comment on how it is. That's yeah. kind of like how I feel. I know that's not how everyone feels when they're watching TV uh, or, I mean, watching the Super Bowl of, let's see what all these commercials are. Like, I'm kind of the person who's like, I, I want to see what is the product you're trying to peddle to me, <laughs> and let's see if it, you did a good job. Uh, and I like to be critical of it, but there's nothing this year. I think the environment I was in right now, or that weekend, we were kind of just talking more than really paying attention. But you know, usually I would I like to digest it. I didn't think there was anything this year that I enjoyed. You didn't like Again, the backstreet with the boys? game with the commercials. There was maybe three commercials. I like the Alexa commercial with the dog and Harrison Ford. That was funny. Ah. Uh. Or the dog was ordering all the dog I liked, food. I guess it was the Pringles commercial. Where well, he was stacking, you stacked a couple flavors and then 
what was the other Google Home or Alexa or some product that yeah. was and then he was just like play whatever song and that was it like she was going off about her feelings oh, yeah, and yeah. like how she'll never be able to taste <laughs> he was pretty much telling her to shut up and yeah, play with it. Just play, play oh, funky town or whatever that was kind of funny yeah um that was good i'll tell you the one thing i appreciated was and there's been a lot of talk the nfl officiating was terrible the entire season and saints fans i don't feel bad for you because there were there were calls in multiple games where my pittsburgh steelers despite the fact that i'm wearing a chargers jersey um in the chargers game where the Steelers were running up the score on the Chargers, they were allowed back in the game by a lot of missed and bad calls. Not saying that they lost because of those calls, the Steelers did, but it definitely didn't help them secure the victory. Uh, And then against the Saints, there was a a couple phantom calls against the Steelers that uh, helped the Saints win that game late in the season this year. So I, I don't feel bad for you. Bad calls happen. You deal with it. There are so many other opportunities in the games for you to overcome those things. So just deal with it. Suck it up. Uh, that was Retract a pretty blatantly bad call, though. Yeah, I agree. It's a missed it's not, call. It's I not... The thing is, okay. I agree. I just don't feel bad for you. It happens. I'm it not, happens. I mean, I'm it's not a Saints terrible. fan, but... And they let a I would go early this season. They fired a referee this season. I they would should fire have them all, honestly. Clear, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have I would have gone crazy if I were a Saints fan and I saw my player crushed while the ball's in the air and then nothing. It happens. Do you think man. that? Okay. With that being said, do you think is it should be reviewable? You think that a penalty should be reviewable? It's it's happening in college basketball. It happens. Does it happen in hockey? I don't even know. It happens. No. They will review certain things that like are potential penalties. Like goaltender interference is technically a penalty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> however, that's... it's become more of a if a goal is scored while a goaltender is being interfered with, that's reviewable. Yeah. yeah or yeah. potentially interfered with. In a scoring play, so a scoring opportunity. That's, right. Yeah. So that's why it's reviewed. They're not reviewing it for the actual penalty. And even if they reverse the goal call, there's no penalty called. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's a slippery slope, man. Like, how much do you want reviewed? I know. How much do you want reviewed? That's true. Uh, I don't know. But for the Super Bowl, I thought the officiating was on point because... Let them play. Let them play. There were definitely holds. There were definitely some pass interference calls that were missed. But they weren't super egregious like that missed call in the Saints game. But they let them play, and the players weren't complaining about it. You know, there was hand fighting and yeah. hand checking, and I, know, I did feel like the game was was going by hit. pretty fast. Yeah, I mean, so they had to take those long commercial breaks. You just gotta to catch figure up. there was some sort of memo that went out, like, "Don't screw this up." <laughs> but well, that would that would be weird to me because, you know, your goal as a brand is to maximize this. So you have a platform, right? The Super Bowl is a platform. You have probably 25% modestly. It could be upwards to 40 to 50% of America watching your game. So you have the biggest platform in the world to show commercials and just push that profit, right? I would say that if you had more breaks, like penalties, you know, penalties and stuff, the slow down. the game down, you're fitting more commercials in. Possibly. Uh, and I'm not mad that they, the game was faster, 
outside of it being just boring again. But uh, yeah, so like any other day, I'd be like, let's let's get this game going on. And there like, were let's move it. there were clear opportunities to call like. In the AFC Championship game, Tom Brady's face mask got touched. If you yeah, remember this yeah, call by the bad. Chiefs player, they threw a roughing the passer flag. In Dude. the game in the Super Bowl, Brady, like, there was a flag on a play, and I was like, oh gosh, they called roughing the passer. They ultimately, like, called a hold or something like that. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And Brady legitimately got, like, thrown down to the ground, like, well after he threw the ball. And I was like, Wait a minute. You call the like touch to the face mask last week and then he gets thrown to the ground, his shoulder pad is yeah. like hanging out and you don't call that. So I, I was happy they didn't call it cuz Tom Brady is a piece of crap and deserves to be thrown to the ground. But like if you're going to call it like that could have been roughing the passer. I, so but I'm glad they, you know, held the whistles. There weren't a ton of flags in the game. It flowed pretty well, other than the sloppiness on either side. So, this one goes out to the referees for doing a half decent job in the Super Bowl. That's that you, needs to be Bud. You had one good game all that season. That needs to be Budweiser's next commercial, like a shout out to the referees, where it's got everyone at the bar. Cheering. It should have like old retired referees in the commercial, and they're like, yeah, just like a, where they pan over each person. There you go. Face. No high fructose corn syrup. <laughs> that, that was kind of a good commercial. Where they went to, we uh, Budweiser that. went to different locations, to the different castles. So we had, that was kind of clever. We had a lawyer in the group uh, at the Super Bowl party, and we asked him, like, what is the thing? Like, you're technically not supposed to... Reference the actual beer company? Reference other beer. Yeah, but that you're... was, I guess it was true, because, like, if you look at but their But now there are commercials coming out where, like, I heard a commercial on Spotify. Miller Lite was like, absolutely no high fructose corn syrup. Maybe high. they use regular corn yeah, syrup. Yeah, yeah, not You can't use <laughs> but, high fructose, no, but just regular corn syrup. Spitting all over you. Sorry. Um, so I thought that was like super interesting that I mean, they just went straight for the jugular, man. Yeah, I, I thought also, it was kind of funny. my thought from the commercial perspective was it was stupid. Dear Bud Light, if oh, you're you drinking, after some... if you're drinking Coors Light, Miller Light, or Bud Light, you just create. You don't divide. care if there's high fructose corn syrup in yeah. your beer. You're drinking crap beer. Yeah, you are. So, that's all I'm saying. Do we Who actually are you check to appeal to? Do we check to see if this has high fructose corn syrup in it? They don't. Uh, see, this is this is the issue of uh, alcohol. Asian beer, man. <laughs> it's in Japanese, huh? They. The, it could have tons of fructose corn syrup, and we should we should be drinking Maybe Budweiser. That's pretty tasty. I thought the halftime show this year was garbage, and this is a full grown. But Steven. I mean, full grown as in like five feet six inches male who loves Maroon Five. You love You're, Maroon Five? Me? Yeah, dude, I love Maroon Five. Oh. Well, I I love the first. I could CD at least identify sure. every song that Maroon Five played. Yeah. But uh, and they didn't even play they played too they are getting too poppy. Hey, that's yeah. that's obvious. I will say the biggest disappointment for me wasn't the the game. It was you had Big Boy. You had him. Dude, you I, had that was him. my point. I was gonna bring that up. Now you're, I you're know. in Atlanta. You're in Atlanta. Why is Outcast not on the bid? I know Outcast will never get back together. And Andre, if you're 3, listening, Mister Three Thousand, please. That's not Bernie Mac, by the way. Right. Don't. Not not the movie Mister <laughs> Three Thousand. Andre Three Thousand, 
please like reconcile your differences what's the issue I, I don't know oh they did they really break up they're they're or are they just done. doing Speaker their box own... in the love below and then but no. are they just doing that because they have their own their own projects or is it they actually had issues and they okay i don't know i, w- I wish Grams. i knew i just want them to reconcile i was really hoping that he i thought he was gonna show out. i saw big boy i was like duh andre 3000 is gonna be there who cares about travis scott okay yeah cool he's got one song that's really popular right now and no disrespect to big boy I'm glad you showed Dude, no, up. Dude, no, he's good. I love you. You're yeah. amazing. But Leave him in there. Just but you want Andre 3002. You want the full group. You're better together. Yeah. That, uh, but my issue is just that, okay, too many poppy songs by Maroon 5. It just doesn't fit the groove of the Super Bowl. Mm. I mean, that's like, I guess technically Justin Timberlake did the I Got This Feeling. Like that song too? Justin that's Timberlake like, eh. and... Uh, well, we were going to talk about that too, but last year's, he did the Super Bowl last year, remember? Did he? Yeah. No. And he um, did the Trolls. Song. I went bowling last year for the Super well, Bowl. So It was not, I don't think the it was Eagles, a bad one. The Eagles and the Patriots, I had well, there was, no interest. There was the meme where he had went out into the stands and did a selfie with a kid and the kid's like, oh, that's right. He was like, what, what's going on? Who is this guy? Yeah. I'm too young. <laughs> exactly, yeah. That was the meme. And um, he was fine with exceptions. Like there are some songs where it's like it's too happy like too too happy you know mm. you know what i mean like it can be like a good vibe type beat like he can do the sexy back or whatever but he, when you go do the troll song like what is that called the troll movie yeah the troll movie and the troll song damn i don't know sexy get, back wasn't I in that movie i get this feeling inside my bones that song i don't know mm. i'm big, big into pop because i got this sunshine in my pocket Got the that was Bruno Mars. No, that's just straight up like, honest with you. Uh, I don't know what the song's called, but that's not really like NFL. I guess you're going for family friendly, friendly because everyone is watching there. Yeah. Here, okay. Here's here's my here's what I believe the Super Bowl is turning into. So when you watch movies nowadays, we'll say Star Wars for example. Star Wars is owned by Disney. Tis. So Disney's not going to put out a product. Or a movie like Star Wars that is worse than PG-13. Because they want to maximize... potential. Yeah. They have young audience, teenagers, parents. Oh, yeah. I mean, to bring it together, like Marvel is a better one with Disney because that's essentially Disney as well. And they don't... Your mic's moving. Oh, God. And they don't do that like with deadpool they had an r version and like with some other superhero movies but they that's have fox fox owns oh, the dead foxes yeah now but they're getting bought out so here's this is something good i actually read the other day um ron howard was making a movie for disney hmm. and he wanted to have nudity in his movie so instead of putting it under the disney i guess umbrella uh, or to advertise it as they created Touchstone Picture Pictures, which is a movie studio, mm. and they advertise it as Touchstone Pictures presents this movie by Ron Howard, whatever it is, and it had nudity in it and it was rated R. Uh, but it had it been Disney rated R movie, everyone would be like, "Oh, Disney's making these movies." So there you go. I want to see Toy Story rated R. <laughs> So it's gonna be child's play. Happen. Child's play meets Toy Story. So you think Adam Levine taking his shirt off 
and exposing all of his tattoos, which we know only heathens get tattoos. Um, you think that was family friendly? Just the content of the songs, like the poppiness of the music that they chose was family friendly. You gotta add a little sex factor in there for the adults. <laughs> for the adults. My girlfriend was so hot. No, um, I don't know. I thought it was kind of lame. I, first of all, I thought the California tattoo over his belly was so lame, That's critique. dude. I oh, love... Did I, say, I feel like I said Adam Levine. Who? That's his name. Is it? Yeah. Oh, Maybe I thought I said Adam Lambert. Adam, uh, his name's Adam Levine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Not Avril Levine. <laughs> Avril. Who would have been a better halftime show? <laughs> they could have <laughs> nickelback backed so, him up. Yeah, yeah. I guess she's right. she's married to him, right? I don't. Know a- if they're Avril married Levine's anymore. married to. I'm pretty sure there's a theory out there that Avril Levine died nickelback. or something like that. Oh, I you think so. It. No, we're, no. We're covering conspiracy theories <laughs> at some point. We joke about it all the time, but we're, we're gonna, gonna make get like on a it. pop culture conspiracy theory video. We're gonna get on getting it. to the flat Earth. Uh, what is the dome that is supposed to go over the Earth? The firmament. Have you heard of that? Never. Okay, I'll talk to you off off air. Let's get flagged. Let's see if we can get flagged on YouTube. Let's do that. Okay. Uh, so back to the Super Bowl. We're talking about his tattoos. That's why we get you know started getting crazy. Are. I thought it was. I thought he had some ugly tattoos. Did you man. see that it turned into a meme though? Where his like, tattoos. So I thought his shirt his shirt turned into a meme where a guy had a pillow and then it had the exact same pattern as his tank top. <laughs> I was like, that's stupid. Okay. Um, people have now been putting out, like, there's one of Michael Scott from The Office. There's one of uh, Frank from It's Always Sunny with, like, similar representative tattoos of, like, like Michael really? Scott says Scranton instead really? of California. Uh-uh. And then they have, like, tattoos. That. Like, his one arm sleeve is, like, threat level midnight <laughs> and it has a prison mic on his wrist. Oh, and, man. So like the internet they doesn't were, stop, man. It was fantastic. So they're making fun of his uh, obscure tattoo choices. I'm not saying that my tattoo choices are any better, but they uh, definitely. I don't. I do not have California written across my abdomen. That was a, that was a complete embarrassment. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a fan of those tattoos. Again, we've talked about it before. Some episode like twelve or something like that. I'm all for it, but just gosh, that was so long ago. So Feels like it was so long ago. That's tattoos, it's piercings. probably a year ago, and something. Oh my, yeah, piercings. Season one, check it out. Yeah. Okay, so if we were to get back into the whole Super Bowl thing, what's your ideal Super Bowl viewing party? Do you have a lot of people there? I think it's got to be. Do you drink? If you have enough people you've got to have two televisions i feel like really and that gives people the opportunity to kind of switch around you know like you can switch the group oh, that, you're that sitting be, with yeah. essentially um you can't sit here um so you, <laughs> you can, can't sit you can kind of go into that yeah. i think that's kind of cool but overall you know like there were probably like 15 ish people there and we all okay. brought a dish something different i baked cookies we yeah. had you know, people bring different kind of appetizers, your classic veggie and meat and cheese trays, stuff like that. So kind of snacky food. Um, 
but it was good. Everyone, BYOB, and uh, had a good time, good conversation. You know, there's not too many people to overwhelm you, mm-hmm. or, you know, you some sometimes have people who just want to talk. Uh, you sometimes have people who just want to watch. It was a good mix. So that's kind of my ideal party, you know. Yeah, just, that would be cool. Have two TVs, have two different rooms. You can kind of, like, walk in and out. Mm-hmm. You can you can have a TV Get a feel for, for what serious, kind of crowd you want to be. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, and we all... I don't think I wore anything specific, like allegiance-wise. The one guy had his uh, Eagles <laughs> shirt on. He was still, I guess, a little bitter from last year, like still celebrating last year. This was his last day to celebrate, right? I guess. The day of the Super Bowl. Yeah. So the uh, championship changes hands. But, um, yeah, just a, a good time. You talk football, but you also talk pop culture. So you yeah. kind of a good, good uh, blend. Did they play the Gillette ad during the commercial? They didn't. The man one? Yeah, or I was... The non-man so, one? The non-toxic masculine. The episode. soy boy one? I read, <laughs> saw, that, that, saw that on the, the internets today. So oh, really? I had never heard that before. It was on an episode of it's, it's Always Sunny. They called him Soy Boy Beta Cook. <laughs> was the name of... Was like the... Was like the... Uh, the disc they were throwing around a couple of episodes, which was kind of funny. Um... Good gracious. However you feel about that, but it was... So it's, it's unmanly to be a good person. Just remember that. I thought the point was that you're a good person by shutting other men's, like, primalistic urges down. I mean, I'm, some of it's probably shutting your own That's what it testosterone-driven primal yeah, yeah, urges yeah, yeah. down. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's not socially acceptable to be doing certain things. Yeah. Like and boys point, calling it out and pointing it out. Obviously, yeah. it's it's not. Yeah. I thought like the kids roughhousing in the backyard. I was like, eh, that could be. That's just like I mean. That's if how you we grew like, up with yeah. siblings. Like, come on now. Yeah, I thought that was silly. Like the whole cat calling thing. I get that. Mm. Like totally That's on board gross, with that. Dude. I mean, it's not really respectful. But with regards to the cat calling, if you yeah. ever see me in a public setting and my dog is with me and you hear me whistle similar to a cat call i am not cat calling you i just want to put that disclaimer out there that's how i communicate with my dog so is that how you do it there you go yep that's exactly you do that to your dog no, i don't i whistle through Are my you teeth your actually dog? with the dog instead you can of my do that? i can't do that interesting like that i wonder how that is but don't Maybe, worry ladies michael strahan can do i'm that. not coming after you i'm not toxically masculine so before we get into any of the other segments we have what do you think about the AAF starting up to uh, yesterday? American AF um, <laughs> Association Football. What's it called? Uh, first of all, you didn't describe your ideal Super Bowl party. Oh, that's true. Is it because Everyone's your ideal party? Wasted. Your ideal party is the AAF Championship game that's, coming up later. That's this what year? I'm hoping for. You know, like I, I've never really found my solace in NFL, so I'm hoping that there's like this mediocre version of it that i could really get behind <laughs> have a mediocre party <laughs> yeah Medi- mediocre party bag of like food lime brand potato chips gotta go off uh, brand Love it. i want to get um asian lager beer hey hey and uh what else can i get maybe get like some low-fat popcorn chicken wings that aren't fully cooked <laughs> uh banquet wings <laughs> so those are called. Uh, swanson yeah the worst dude the worst salisbury steak <laughs> salisbury with like the heated up gravy that's just like oh 
Okay. Nice. Everybody gets food poisoning. I, I don't. I mean, we made buffalo dip this year, and I mm. love buffalo dip. That makes dude. a party. It does make a party, but we only had five people there, so we had two thirds of it remaining when we got home, and I'm pretty sure I ate it. A third of it when we were that's, there. That's exactly what you wanted. If you've ever had buffalo dip with celery, I'm not a big celery fan because celery doesn't really have much flavor. Mm. But if you dump it in the buff, oh my god, it's the greatest. Because it's that combination. You know, when you get buffalo wings, they give you celery and carrots, yeah. and it, the purpose of it is, you know, a little bit of a cool alleviate. Some like it's of something cool and crunchy right. to kind of go between. Um, so when you're scooping the spice with the Oops, pain scoop. relief. You know, it mellows it out. Yeah. Perfect balance. Yeah. True. And so, you know, some so good dishes like you. that. That The only thing nice. you need for a party, buffalo dip. Exactly. Buffalo dip. Pizza's kind of on that list. I could really go without it if I had the buffalo dip, though, being <laughs> honest. I, have you noticed, or when you go to parties, Super Bowl parties, is there usually brownies? No, I feel like that's that a big thing. Some sort of baked good, yes. Okay, but cookies or brownies, specifically brownies. Which yeah, I, I'm not. I don't. I love brownies and cookies. I always felt like that was a weird combination of having wings, pizza, mm, and brownies. brownies. Well, I mean, that's like the thing with because the sweet pizza after places, eating that, they give you the the chocolate lava cake yeah, or whatever. Yeah, but I get people it. People usually but, make it, and I'm like, I just don't know if the sweet goes with the buffalo dip mm. the sausage dip's really good too that's another mm. positive actually didn't have, cream haven't had that in a while mm. yeah so um or those two cheese and sausage yeah sausage. Salsa. uh i don't know just a couple i think i think you made a good point i didn't think about the two rooms you know not everyone's fortunate like you are to have two rooms <laughs> that can i just have so many friends guys yeah. <laughs> but the uh the food makes the party for you that's yeah i think the food is food and again, I like to critique the commercials. So I like I want everyone to be engaged with the commercials mm. to be like, what do you think about that commercial? I don't know. And we even discuss it over the game, like while the game's playing in the background. That'd be cool. Uh so American Allegiance Alliance. I can't even say it. Alliance of American Football. Started yesterday, Saturday, February 9th. And we got two teams that clearly suck. The loss angeles kings no that's not it <laughs> they have a thing the new orleans, orleans kings? royals new no. orleans kings new orleans kings i have no idea but the i have an alliance an allegiance to an alliance team already they the, play today oh the atlanta the Legends. 10th of february i thought that was a new four o'clock on probably like cbs or something um the Birmingham Iron. That's my team. Nice uniforms. Decent uniforms. It looks kind of like the old Seahawks uniforms without the neon green. Without the, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, but I'm all about it. You know, you asked me on a general level, um, and now that I've kind of picked a team to follow, being that I'm from the area there in Alabama, um, it's just kind of, all right. You know, something new to watch hockey doesn't dominate the weekends like you would think some sports do uh, and i think the timing of it is perfect saturdays and sundays for me are very much soccer days uh, especially in the mornings mm -hmm. but then you've got the aaf starting they'll have games saturdays and sundays you so know. is the idea that you have a sport that goes between football or traditional you would NFL think football, football and, and baseball, baseball but 
Hockey already does that. But baseball. And basketball does that. I'll pass on baseball forever and ever and ever and ever Why? again. Well, whatever. Well, we'll you talk know, about that later. You know that all my teams are terrible. Um, well, yeah, you pick. As you can see by my bobbleheads. Where's the Nationals? You, I thought you are a Nationals fan now. Oh, he's back there. I have okay. a uh, Zimmerman. Ryan Zimmerman? Yeah. He's probably no retired hitter, No hitter bobblehead. Um, Wait, Ryan Zimmerman? The other I thought he was the third baseman. Mike Zimmerman? Let's get him out for you he's, people on the YouTube channel. He's a uh, Ryan Zimmerman's a third baseman. The other one. I know who you're talking about. He had a no hitter. Could be Scherzer. I don't even know. Jordan's that's, Jordan's Jordan. Zimmerman. That's it. He had a no hitter. Jordan Zimmerman. Were you at that game? No. No. Nine twenty-eight fourteen, two thousand and fifteen. Uh, well, if they're still your team, they have spent some money this off season. They also saved some money this offseason. Well, yeah. I actually I'm trying to do a report on Bryce Harper and Manny Machado to determine if they are actually worth the money that they're trying to get. I hope they just like don't get signed. They're gonna get signed, but someone's desperate enough to sign. It would them. be awesome if they just didn't get signed. Like players have no power. And that would be hilarious to me. Well um, and there's been a lot of people who have been frustrated that teams are stingy. I know we're talking about baseball now instead of football. <laughs> Damn it. Teams are stingy. They can't pay for their. They can't pay for these players. No one wants to pay ten years for a guy who can perform for six. Yeah. What's and that's so that, what the players are trying to lock up. Obviously, yeah. like you guaranteed get the, money over ten years. Like it, who wouldn't want money, that money for as long as possible? Yeah. Yeah. I understand it. I don't necessarily agree with it. And then you've got players. You know, Pujols basically screwed the Angels yeah. by doing that. They deal. signed. He signed when he was thirty-two years yeah. old or thirty years old. No yeah. one's going to be that productive at 40. Yeah. My biggest so. thing, and we may talk about this at some point, is contracts. Players sign a contract, and then a year before they expire, they like hold out and try and get an extension. You're a crappy person. Like You signed a contract. You see that contract through. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care, You're son. getting paid millions of dollars, and now you're like, I want more millions, so I'm just yeah. going to kind of... And hold that off. just annoys me. You sign a five-year contract, yeah. play four, and then hold out for an extension. Screw you, you <laughs> piece of crap. Um, okay, right. AAF. AAF. You're good Birmingham for it. Iron. I'm good for it. I'm on it. I'm going to tune in today at 4 o'clock, February 10th. Be sure to tune in next week to the AAF. Maybe the Birmingham Iron are playing. I don't know. I don't have a team. There's eight teams total. Uh, so look it up online message us tell me which team i should be a fan of and i'll be a fan from here on out yeah your fan his fanhood is up for sale it's up for sale literally for free whoever votes for it gets it and i'll take it you know i i don't watch much football so this gives me the opportunity to start from the beginning and hopefully they'll last more than two seasons that would be that would be ideal yeah. i think it's it's it'll be interesting hopefully it's somewhat entertaining i feel like the first season is gonna be an outlier I, there's probably gonna be a lot of people that the first few games maybe maybe many of the games for the first season second season will determine if people are very interested in it uh and then there on out you can kind of tell once it starts dying out people stop going to games if that happens so aaf starts started yesterday comes on tonight when you listen to the podcast on wednesday you will find out whether or not your team won or lost won or lost there you go and uh again yeah hit us up on that email my shot of life at gmail.com. Let me know which team comment. you want Steven to be a fanboy of. There you go. Uh, idioms for idiots. Are, it's time. It's time. This podcast has been slow. It's been steady. Will it win the race? That's the question. 
And that's right. What's this have to do with Stephen? Is there some sort of uh, some sort of moral or parable here where um, slow and steady a, wins a the fable race. of some sort with a, like a certain rabbit, rabbit and a Bugs Bunny, and Arthur the turtle. What is the turtle's name? No idea. Was it Franklin? Franklin the <laughs> yeah, turtle. Franklin. They should have made a cartoon crossover crossover episode. So I picked this e- idiom idiom. Idiom. This week because it's it kind of represents what I think the Patriots' offense is. Very persistent. They're clawing their way instead of just kind of hammering out the big throws. Mm. That's how I felt the game was going on Sunday. Slow and steady was a race. You just kind of saw it happening the entire game. Yeah. Nothing really stood out to you, but. You could tell they kept constant, pushing up the field. And you knew eventually it was going to happen. Four, like third and three, it's like, oh, they dump a pass, get a first down. And, like, and then the Rams just couldn't seem to get anything going. Um, the If you're not familiar with the idiom, it is just basically like persistence could pay off. If you, have, if you can be persistent, you have the ability to pretty much do whatever you want, I feel like, um, rather than someone who is trying to give it – they're all up front, you know. If you're if you're running the marathon, so to speak, you're taking your time throughout this entire process rather than, you know, going really hard at it for a short period of time and burning yourself out. It doesn't so. happen all at once. It's, uh, the game plan B. Persistent. Yeah. Uh, do you do you know where it came from? Like actually, the the history of. My it? guess was Aesop's Fables. I think. Is that where it started with the tortoise and the hare? I well, growing up, I felt like that was it was definitely hammered into us. It, it was associ- associated with Aesop's fable. Because um, that, I mean, that's like a long time. I mean, ago. that's something that we it's been ingrained in our brains. I think everyone who lives who's gone through the educational system that we have has heard that in elementary school. My, I mean, was, nah, man. 12th grade. <laughs> the last day. English. The last day of class before crossing the border. To Canada. <laughs> to Canada. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward, you know. That's, That's it. it. That's really Keep it. at it. Keep, Keep at fighting. it. You, could, you can get where you want to be if you just push through it. And become vegan and... <laughs> play for the patriots and are there vegan people in the patriots tom brady man no he's not he eats like he drinks his own pee that's what Do you i think heard. he gets all his energy from kissing his son his and son on the guys. lips yeah <laughs> yep that's where he gets it from he steals his son's <laughs> youth his, from yeah, yeah exactly sucking him on he the sucks p- portions of his soul out every don't time. be gross like tom brady he's gross all right what is the episode? What is the segment called? Versus. Yeah, that's it. Okay, we'll start off. Favorite commercial that you remember? Oh, doesn't uh, even know. I don't remember no commercials. Really? I feel is like it hard there, to remember. There has to be some sort of Doritos commercial within the last the, couple years that I had enjoyed. I, I was I was gonna mention the Doritos as one of my top. Uh, the one where he had went in the past. He he's eaten the bag of Doritos, and his son had created like a cardboard, a cardboard box, and they were yeah. shaking it, and the old man came out. That that's pretty good. So thought that was a good they've, one. They've had some clever, creative ones over the years for sure. I was looking at some lists just to see 
how I could remember or if I could remember some of the more recent ones. The baby E-Trade commercial. Do you remember that? With the talking babies are talking about trading stock. That was all right. Fair. Um, one of the more recent ones. Uh, damn, I have to, I'm having a hard time actually remembering. Um, wow. The was up that that was kind of good. It was so silly. I actually called someone on our office phone the other day, who was a desk away, right? So I'm calling them. Had it, had there had there not been caller ID, I think I would have got away with it. But uh, <laughs> why that? They saw the caller ID and was like, "What do you want from me?" So that was unfortunately a failure. The the old Budweiser commercials with the frogs. Budweiser. Budweiser. That's okay. That's Everybody kind of seems like to like the Clydesdale commercials, right? Yeah, I think they're kind of boring. Okay, okay. You ready? Yeah. Side note here real quick. I'm sorry. I just looked up the Birmingham Iron lineup or roster. Does that have Joe Mama? They it? have a wide receiver from NC State. So really? there, there's some affiliation Is there. Is his name Tory Holt? They have a bunch of Alabama players, so I'm okay with that. They have a Duquesne player, my undergrad alma mater, a lineman, 6'5", 303 pounds. He's an offensive tackle. He will wear number 62, and he went to Duquesne University in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And a DB from Indiana University of Pennsylvania, small Division II maybe school, Jack Tocho from NC State. He got burned a lot in his day. Actually, he was decent. He was. Who am I thinking of? Number five for a while on our team was just terrible. Russell Westbrook. Nope. Russell Wilson. And that's that. Russell Westbrook. So there you uh, go. Well, Vic, do you have a commercial that you would like to tell people about? Nope. There's really that no commercial my, that, that was my up. commercial for the Birmingham. Was Iron. had they? It would have been great had the AAF had a commercial during the Super Bowl and people were like, I'm actually more interested in that. They blew their chance. That was their chance for marketing, right? There's there. nothing though. No. Netflix had a commercial last year where they were advertising a movie. That was pretty exciting. It was like, oh, check out this new Cloverfield Paradox movie. You're like, oh, snap. What about the Snickers commercials whenever they turn into a different person, like Betty White? That's pretty good. Betty White's hot. Remember she gets tackled? Oh, yeah. That was good. Playing, that was like, a good commercial. Football, right? Yeah. I remember. I remember. 3D Doritos. I. Don't know if I know what that is. I remember the Danica Patrick commercials with GoDaddy. GoDaddy, yeah. Where it's almost like it's almost borderline dirty, and then you go watch it, and it's actually doesn't nothing happens. Mm. That's good marketing, I guess. Kind of. (sighs) I don't know. It's annoying to me, but some people will go and actually watch the video or whatever. That's good marketing, getting people involved and going to a site or whatever. You know, me trying to convince you of what commercials are good now has got me to forget what my favorite commercial was great job there you go napster sucks to suck uh probably the was up one that was kind of funny what up? that's just what i remember i know there's definitely been some funny I mean, that lasted forever it and did then became yeah. then became a bad joke like and then i was on way back because yeah. that's what i'm doing now that's my thing all right so the second part of verses today we've got commercials which are a super bowl staple but what about the actual super bowl steven what's your favorite or most memorable super bowl moment my most memorable moment, actually, and this is serious. You were conceived. <laughs> yeah. Ah. That was what a Super Bowl. 
when okay so when i was a kid me and my dad had made a bet i think this was actually the year that i first got into fantasy football so i was in middle school high school i can't remember what year it was me and my dad bet on the Super Bowl game. It was the St. Louis Rams and the New England Patriots. I think it was like 2001 or something like that. Is that ring was, a bell? Yeah. The Patriots made a drive back. I actually had the Rams. Uh, I think we bet like $10. And I was a kid. I didn't have any money. So money. $10 was like, oh, that's like my lunch money for a week. Uh, and New England drove back up the field, kicked a field goal to win the game with like seven seconds on the clock. Mm. So that to me... I was upset, and the reason why I remember it, or I remember it so much is that I told my dad I wouldn't pay him. <laughs> I was like, I, I like squelched, is that the word? Squelched on the bet. I told him, I was like, I'm not paying you, that's bull crap. You that's squanched not, on it. Squanched. I was like, I'm not even paying it, this is, this is bull crap. I got so mad. I like, this isn't fair. And he's like, you can't do that. You can't make a bet. That's right. You can't read that's true. That, man. But I was a kid, I... Rules don't apply to kids, apparently. I think it was more of a lesson learned type thing. So Mm. after that, I was like, I can't do that anymore. That's a jerk move. Got to pay. A Dinkins always pays his debts. Yeah, that's right. That's that's how that phrase was uh, created. Yeah, the Lannisters stole it. And so that was the most memorable. I wouldn't say it's the best moment. Maybe not your favorite, but most memorable. But I mean, they still went off a kickoff. It was pretty pretty crazy. Mm. Um, What was what was yours? You being a Steelers fan, there's a couple of moments you guys have the there's most. There's a couple. Have the um, most uh, well, Super Bowls? We're tied now with the Patriots after mm-hmm. this this last one. Are six. you tied with Tom Brady? Is that maybe he either has five or six? He has six. Yeah. So yeah, Tom Brady has six, yeah. and the Pittsburgh Steelers franchise has six. Wow. So kind of insane. Um, most memorable moment for me is kind of two moments from the same Super Bowl, uh, 2008 season concluded in February of 2000. 2009 was the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. Yeah. Cardinals from Arizona, Pittsburgh Steelers. This is Kurt Warner, Kurt Larry, Warner Fitzgerald, Larry Fitzgerald, Heinz Ward. You've got a big Troy Palomaro. You've got a big, uh, you know, big name franchises mm-hmm. out there. Maybe not the Cardinals, big players, but big players, franchise players. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, Cardinals are looking to go oh, in. Was, the, um, sorry, uh, <laughs> the running back. Jerome uh, Bettis. He was still there, right? No. He wasn't? He he was the Super... We beat the Seahawks in like 05, 06. Okay. He retired. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Sorry. Yeah. And Go we ahead. moved on. Fast Willie Parker That's was right. our running yeah. back in, he was in good. that Super Bowl with the uh, That was a Cardinals. stacked team. It's pretty decent. Um. So, there we are. You know, Cardinals are about to mm-hmm. head into the end zone to end the first half. Warner at the goal line, throws it. James Harrison picks it off. He runs it back 100 yards to end the half. Insane. Larry Fitzgerald tackled him. The play was reviewed. You know, did he cross the goal line? What hit first? Was the ball over? Blah, blah, blah. Ultimately, touchdown calls a stand. Stands as called. And uh, we go into the half, you know, having that touchdown. Amazing play. Ridiculous. One of the DBs, like, actually tried to pull the ball out from Harrison because he was faster, obviously. And Harrison was like, nah, man, I'm taking this for 100 yards. Crazy. Um, And then the play that, you know, is what it's actually known for. Santonio Holmes, man, makes a toe-tapping catch in the back of the end zone. Roethlisberger makes a questionable throw into triple coverage. But somehow it's like the perfect pass over one defender, but like 
right behind another and uh you know holmes make the makes the catch with 20 40 some seconds left touchdown take the lead win the game that's it that was a good catch though it was pretty good i mean tiptoeing yeah tiptoeing he, on my he was right on the there, line you know? man right that was, on the line that was impressive and what was the score after that that I don't know. Did that put the lead up? That, was, that the lead? was the lead with 40 seconds left, and they yeah. were able to hold on and win. Yeah, well, you know, that's probably in the top. That has to be in the top three plays, top five plays of all time in the Super Bowl. Just being on the edge, terrible pass. Uh, corner of the end zone. It was a perfect pass, but well, questionable decision to make the throw. When, you, what, triple coverage? Yeah, you throw into triple coverage and have to get it over one defender, but in front of another. And yeah. And there was another guy on the side, like trying to push. Fortunately, he out, had. So. Yeah, he he did his job. Toes in. I mean, you know, you land on your toes, like it hurt, but he did what he did to make that, make that catch, make the win. That's right. Make that money. Yeah, and then Holmes never did anything ever again. <laughs> he probably signed like a multi-million dollar contract and kind of faded away, like most players do. Faux show. All right. So last segment we've got for you today is just a rating the old beer review. The what is it called? Akira, Asahi, Asahi. So what'd you think, man? For a lager, it was actually really good. For a plain standard lager, I agree. It's tasty. It, it's, it's slogan good. is the beer for all seasons. It's true. It's just I a full-bodied lager beer. Yeah, very good. Super I dry. Would, I would probably not drink it that much during the summer. Yeah. For being honest, it's a little heavier than. I mean, people drink IPAs in the summer. Yeah, I do. Some but people it, drink like porters in the summer. Yeah. Crazy. But right now it's it's great beer. Yeah. Great, great uh next year's Super Bowl guys. Get the Asahi, not a sponsor, but should be. Um give us a call Asahi. If you had to rate it on a scale of one to five, Steven. Are we rating it on all beer? All beer that we've had on the show. So you've got your craft, you've got your light, you got everything. I wanna give it like a three point five. That's a fair it was good. It was a good beer. I yeah. liked it. it. It's, it just doesn't have the hoppiness to it, but it's got you know, you know. I could, I could sit down and have a few of those. Yeah, I'd be right right around there. I'm gonna go three point two five. Okay. I do like it a lot. I do enjoy the it's, fact that yeah. it's just like kind of plain and simple. But that's it. It doesn't offer anything extraordinary. If you're gonna sit down and have a lager, I'd recommend it. But otherwise, get something with more flavor. Yeah, I don't know for sure. I think it's good well right on. that about wraps it up uh, we appreciate you guys watching on youtube and listening to the podcast wherever it is available remember to subscribe to us on itunes so you can stay up to date on all of our content if you feel so inclined we would greatly appreciate you leaving us a review as it really helps to drive our exposure it's true give us a follow on social media at my shot of life on twitter and instagram and don't forget to check us out on SoundCloud and YouTube. All right, that's it from us at the My Shot of Life Mischievous Media Production Head Company Headquarters. Headquarters. <laughs> sure. We hope that you drink responsibly and always remember drinks are better with friends. <laughs>